Welcome, all people from all places. This is the Lone Lobos Podcast, starring Joel Omaniguinia and Jacob Scott Thomas Bertrand. I wish you guys could see this guy's dumb face. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I love doing this podcast, man. I like this. Whatever face you're thinking of that goes along with that voice, that's the face I'm making. <laughs> yeah. You look like the dad from uh, Jimmy Neutron. When you, when, you, when you do that with your long face. Anyways, um, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We already introduced ourselves. This is this week's episode. Thanks. Shabbat shalom. Um, in, our, in my opening statements, I want to address, last week I t- decided to talk about the Zodiac Killer, and <laughs> I guess that was wrong. I did disclaim that I used the first link on Google and I said, you shouldn't do that. And I said, <laughs> I was probably spreading misinformation. Sure, maybe I shouldn't and have said it, but it was a good bit. You did. I, I stand by it. It was a good bit. But I just want to clarify, the movie reviews were not why he was caught. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say the movie's re- reviews were why he was caught. I alluded to maybe that being a fun Easter egg, but sue me. That was all I wanted to say about the Young Zodiac Cobra Kai star causes mass pandemonium among the, <laughs> among the public. Thinking, that was the part of the story that he's caught. You don't have to worry about. <laughs> or is he? Anyways, that's, that's that on that. In more recent news, over the course of the past week, week and a half, two weeks, we've seen this IATSE um, strike before our eyes. unfold before our eyes. And this is something that is we're going to try to inform as much as we can without boring everyone to death. But this is something that's important to our industry, the industry that we work in, and it should translate. And, and, and it does translate, actually, to the movies that you watch, the TV shows that you watch, and everything um, entertainment-related. So to give, to give you guys the insight, IATSE stands for, you, you got it, Jacob, the first, we're first one? International Association. Alliance. 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 Of theatrical of stage employees. Theatrical stage elites. Employees. E- elite employees. Oh, Ayatsi. that's derogatory. Don't forget the elite part. Okay, <laughs> exactly. They're elite, Sholo. Asterisk. It's Ayatsi. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ayatsi. Um, so basically, what that means is uh, they're kind of like the everyone for everyone. Everyone behind the camera. Yeah. If you're not an actor, you're. I, as I, as, well, as far producers aren't included in that. Yeah, but ADs or assistant directors—they're not in IATSE. They're in the DGA, Directors Guild of Directors Guild Association. Have okay, (laughs) nope, it's okay. Don't need to. Um, and to give you guys, yeah, production workers. To give you guys the insight, the reason for the strike is the working conditions are terrible. I, I mean, I, I can. I can't speak for our show because I'd say... Our show's pretty good, I would say. Of shows I've been on, our show is pretty decent. I think we definitely stretch a lot of hours and we we definitely have a lot of... It's kind of a term in the industry, fratter days, where it's a Friday that runs really late. We don't have late. a lot of those. Last season we did. Last year we had maybe three or four. What? No way! Okay, look, considering there's another show that films out here that literally... Every oh, single yeah, week that's is true, a Friday. That's true. That's to true. Give you guys an idea. The common courtesy and like the rule is a twelve-hour turnaround. 
for actors, and I think it's what ten and a half for or eight. Ten, and a half? I think it's just ten for for everyone under IOTC. It's just ten, but actors get twelve a twelve hour turnaround. So if I rap at six thirty at night, I cannot be called in earlier than six thirty in the morning the next day. For an actor, for, for a, an for, actor, for someone on the crew, it's four thirty. Yeah, they have is, two hours less than we do, which seems stupid because they still have to like pack wrap. up everything, yeah. wrap up like the camera, and then unpack and, everything when they get there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that this is just one of many reasons. I mean, the pay is really lacking. Yeah, the, the hours are really lacking. The Wait, let me. I have a list. I think what happened with this also was it was specifically for um, streaming people who worked for streaming networks, like the production for streaming networks, and then even more specifically, Apple TV was the main. Well, you're calling them out right here. All right, no, but that's that's what it was. You know, Um, people who were working at Apple TV were getting screwed over. Um, I don't know, like specifically to what extent, but I remember hearing it was specifically Apple TV. So. In solidarity, everyone wanted these people at Apple TV being treated so bad. So they wanted to strike. And the entire community of everyone under IOTC was like, yeah, we're going to try to get better wages. We want it to be better for you. We want it to be better for us. No one on our show has been, from my knowledge, um, has been treated really badly. But I think everyone could get paid more i want to say course, everyone PAs should be. get paid close to minimum wage and pas that's a rough job you're working super crazy hours you'll get there assistant. yeah you'll get there at 4 a.m 5 a.m you're screamed at all day and you have to help everyone wrap up and you're constantly wrangling and moving i don't know it's it's a pretty rough stressful job and they don't get paid a ton but the reason that this is kind of prevalent is because while th- IATSE did come to like a sort of agreement, like we have some sort of resolution. Yeah, they were going to be a strike. Yeah, on Monday. Yeah, they were going to strike on Monday, which will now be last Monday if you're listening to this episode. And over the weekend, the weekend prior to that, um, there was an agreement that I have here uh, of what was agreed upon. And here we go. Let's we'll just go through it really quickly. 3% 3% annual wage hikes, improvements in pay and conditions on streaming productions, observance of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, and a rest period of 10 hours between daily shoots and 54 hours on the weekend. Uh, production crews were expected to work harder, longer hours to make up for the loss of time during the 2020 pandemic. Yeah, So true. I guess, and the thing that was the craziest that was, so as all of this is unfolding kind of two weeks ago, if you're listening to this, um, when it comes out is productions were like, oh shit, we're about to strike. We're going to have you guys come in on Saturday and Sunday right before yeah. this, which is kind of like makeup. No, are yeah. you not understanding the point of this? Like what we're trying to, like what people are trying to yeah. strike for? It, it's, it's so silly to, to there's a great like, Instagram account called IA stories and yeah. people in the film industry will just DM them. Um, oh. Uh, just kind of like anonymous, yeah, anonymous. Just kind of messed up things that have happened to them in the film industry or other people while they're working. Go look up that account; they have a ton of information on this. And but looking at the stuff is so interesting. One of the stories was right before the strike was supposed to happen. Someone sent in a DM saying, 
Our producers were really worried about the strike. They wanted us to come in Saturday and clean up the trailers, pack them up, like the trailers that all the actors and camera equipment is stored and all that stuff, clean up all the trailers, get them packed up so they didn't have to pay for them during the strike. Wow. And they were like, uh, no, we're not doing that. That is the point of the strike. We're trying yeah. to show you that we mean business. And a lot of people, I mean, just from what I've been reading on the IA Stories account and different comments on even that movie set humor uh, Instagram account, like a lot of people are saying, this is not, this doesn't solve the problem. Like, I think this deal is kind of very similar to what it kind of was before. Um, I know this like three per, a 3% hike is, you know, better than nothing, but I, I don't and understand why they can't get 12 hours. Yeah, but I don't get why they can't have a 12 hour turnaround. I think the the nature of how productions like work, work it never really is. It, I'd love to say we can. Well, actually, not nah, fuck that. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that these people making executive decisions as to how much money is allocated to certain shows, certain productions, certain movies or whatever are never in the working conditions that they're setting. Like these executives at these big, you know, networks, Studios streamers, and- aren't the guys working, you know, from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. on set, on like on these productions, getting yelled at, getting like running across the stages like, we got to get this person here. We got to do this. We got to do this. Waking up extra early, setting all your stuff up. You know, it. Though the people making those decisions are never the ones actually in the workforce. And I yeah. think that that is what makes it like, it's hard for them to even grasp like, oh, no, they could do it. Oh, yeah, they could do it. Or like, oh, a show made a like got 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes with fifteen thousand dollars budget an episode. Why would we give them more than that? Because we know you can do it. Already, you know? Yeah. And it's really it, what happened with our show. <laughs> it really is just like a like a money thing. And I wish it wasn't a money thing, but I don't think it'll ever really change from that. And I think this is a step in the right direction, but there needs to be so much more work to get done in order to make sure that not only the living condition, because I mean, all across the country, you know, the housing market is rising and the jobs are staying the same. Minimum wage is staying the same. And I know I'm not like that's, but this is stuff that's important. So I just wanted to bring that up. They 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 did say in there that like there was a living wage that was achieved, but they didn't specify exactly what that amount was but this is for the whole country yeah that's what i'm saying so and like there's like in in georgia that might be okay but that living wage in georgia is not going to be a living wage in california the cost of living just or new york the cost of living is just way higher you know what i mean that's why everyone's filming in atlanta everyone's filming in new mexico Mexico. albuquerque uh everyone's filming in canada like yeah it's it's just way cheaper over there i mean maybe not vancouver vancouver's expensive as hell but anyways, um, I'd love to give you guys an update next week if anything has changed. But yeah, I mean, we'll hopefully, see. I I think I mean they're signing it's not solved yet. Yeah, they have to vote to see if they accept. Like the people, everyone under Ayatsi, I think, has to vote to see if they accept these terms. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I hope they don't. I mean, I was to say, I, I would love to bust out this season of Cobra Kai and have no hiccups, but. I feel like this is something that needs to happen. And if the people, everyone in IOTSE wants to strike, I feel like I definitely support that. Like, yep. they're our friends. They're the people we work with every day. Like, 
I don't want them to have to go home. They have this shitty wage, yeah. you know? Like, that would suck. But oh, at the same time, uh, hi, big studios. Uh, I'd love to be in a big movie, so I also <laughs> stand with you. Um, fuck the strike. Uh, oh, wait, guys. Uh, wait, don't leave me here. We actually, uh, <laughs> hey, remember when I said I loved that strike? I was yeah, we're just uh, <laughs> we're holding what what big a- it must have been like some McConaughey or some like Matt Damon that stood behind the strike. We're just we're just the little kids holding his leg, like yeah, yeah us too. We're like yeah, us, we're here, us. but we're not the poster child. Don't remember us when you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't remember us on our on our podcast. Okay. <laughs> so to give you guys an insight, we have a little notepad of like three ideas yeah, <laughs> for an episode. Yeah. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel for the no. Uh, we have we have a notepad of of ideas for our podcast each week, and the next one was Ralph Macchio. So <laughs> thanks for that wonderful transition, Jacob. Good old. Um, now our first it? guest on the show, yeah. Ralph oh my Macchio. No, hey, Ralph, how you been, man? Yeah, I've been good. I'm not you. What is he smoke six packs a day? Wow. <laughs> hey, it's fucking Ralph Macho. Yeah, you do it. What's up? Man? It's my birthday coming up and I'm turning 84 and I'm fucking Italian. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, fucking drink wine. What do you want? I should have been Mario in the new Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. Anyway, stop. Stop. The bit was... I didn't like when you guys didn't pick me for that. I thought yeah. I could have done a good job. Uh, now it's Johnny Drama. Um, <laughs> but in, in super newsworthy news, Ralph Macchio's birthday is coming up. And we have a we birthday. We have no idea what to get him. We have no <laughs> idea what to get him. What the fuck does this man like? Like, you know what? You know, so people always ask us, like. And he also has everything. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, don't, yeah. He was the poster child of the you. 80s. Yeah. Outsiders, Karate Kid. You already know what the fuck going on. We don't have to explain it to you. You know, you know what this man's about. You know what his business is. But Yeah, he was in that Bubba Yum commercial. Yeah, didn't he did that episode of Entourage? <laughs> no, he's actually. Did if you guys want to find that one time, if you guys want to find it, he. I'm pretty sure it's Bubba Yum. He's in a Bubba Yum commercial before Karate Kid, before all that stuff. I want to say he's like 14. He showed it to me. It's hilarious. All right, well, we got to watch it. And yeah. you heard it from the horse's mouth. Ralph Macchio wants to watch it as well. Yeah. Um, but a you know people always ask us like, what's it like working with Ralph and Billy and Marty and yeah. these guys? And I think. Only recently have we got to really work with Actually Ralph, film with him, because we're always like, with Billy. We yeah, we're, we're always with, seasons. Yeah, three. Yeah, for the past three seasons, we've been with we've been with Billy, and I think only very recently have we really gotten to know know him. And I think that you know, uh, Mary and Tanner can say the same about Billy. Is like we don't really like cross. We don't really know a ton of, about Ralph, and I and I think we realize that when we're looking for his gifts, like we know yeah, the surface so level stuff. Serious, you know, he's he's so mysterious. Darius is such a bad boy. He's the f- yeah, exactly. That's why our impression of him was so good. But yeah, we're shooting you, but Peck we know Barbara he likes Ritz. wine. I know he likes baseball, but I want to get him something creative. I know everyone's going to get him wine. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, hey, it's the gabagool or whatever. But I want to get him something. You know we should cool. get him. We should get him like a sick ass Islanders jacket or something. We should get him. Uh, we should get him. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> nah. You said, wait, an Islander jersey? Yeah, you know the New York Islander. There is no. York, we right? should we should see we should see a year that the Islanders and another team went to the finals, and then we should get them a jersey of the other team that oh, won that the finals. Them? Yeah, <laughs> that beat them in the finals. That'd be kind of funny. 
Yeah, hey, that'd be great if we we should find some people at CAA. Oh, you're not with Oh, fuck. Yeah, we don't know anyone at CAA. I would say because CAA probably reps all those sports dudes. We should get them like this, like the rival team to like sign a jersey we give it to Ralph. No, you know what would be funny? funny? It's unfortunate that after all of these major sports teams lose the finals, all their clothes get sent to... Actually, no, it's not. I shouldn't say it's unfortunate that they get sent away and they're never to be seen. But that would be kind of cool. That'd be a cool-ass gift. So, you know, when like the NBA Finals happens or the Stanley Cup happens or the World Series happens, they make... They don't know who's going to win. So they make... Dodgers are going to win oh, or right. Giants A- are going to win. After you- no, it's like when they win, it's like Dodgers 2020 champions. No, exactly. Yeah, so, but they have that so for the, the other team. team. That, so the team that loses, that obviously that stuff never comes out. So it gets sent off to, you know, Where? underprivileged kids everywhere who don't have clothes and are like, fuck yeah, I love the Dodgers. They keep winning. <laughs> for, the past, <laughs> for, the past five year, for the past five years, they'd be like, the Dodgers are amazing. Awesome. <laughs> Damn these wow. They're like the Dodgers didn't fucking win. I have Spectrum, okay? I've seen that. I saw the game. <laughs> they lost. Geek Hernandez. You're okay. Um but wait, I don't know. Does he still play for the Dodgers? No, he doesn't play for the Dodgers. Why? Because players get traded all the time. What do you mean? Like Yeah, fuck Kike <laughs> Hernandez. You heard it here first. We don't hey, fuck no, with you, Kike. We like him. <laughs> if you're hearing this, you left the Dodgers you I traitor. I'll find you. I will find you. I'll be boom. <laughs> but I think he's on a <laughs> I think he's on a team right now that uh yeah, he plays for the Red Sox. So he's on a team that's in the playoffs right now too. Notice how all the players that the Dodgers traded, Jock Peterson, Kike oh. Hernandez, <laughs> everyone else is going to the playoffs and sitting on the Dodgers. Oh, I'm so mad I about can't it. Believe they lost the last two. Oh yeah, I guess who gave if if you're listening to this right now, we're yeah. recording this a few days prior to it. We we're right now, let's paint the picture. It's Game three of the Dodgers uh, Braves like series playoffs has yeah. not in the playoffs has not happened yet. yet. The Dodgers yeah. are down zero two, and we went to the first game and it was so freaking cool. And Chris we were Taylor fumbled the bag like Chris Taylor, bro. Like no man has ever fumbled before. This man, his he's just yellow. He's he was so breakdancing in the middle of the oh in the middle of gosh, the infield, got, bro. He was he is a chicken, bro. If Marty McFly is called a chicken, this man is the definition of a chicken. You look up his name on Urban Dictionary. It's a pizza, fucking chicken. He sucks. <laughs> no, no, I. But that he got caught in a pickle. He didn't commit just running from second to third. Well, it wasn't him. It's the third base coach. The third base coach is the one that says run or don't run. It's not Chris Taylor's decision. Chris Taylor is running from. First or second and third. From, well, no, from first to second, looking at the third base coach saying, should I run? Should I run? And the guy says, yes. And then the guy says, no. And that's why Chris Taylor's in the middle. Like, what the? F-? Like, but now I got to go back to second. And then just unfortunately for Chris Taylor, middle field threw it to second, which then was like, oh, well, fuck now. Nah, what do I do? It's not my fault. I, he's honestly, fat and he's slow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're sitting here on the couch. You're so bad. You're you know so what's funny bad. is like, because like I grew up watching the Dodgers. I love the Dodgers. I, Chris Taylor, you're great. You're probably like only a little slower than me. Like, so <laughs> I can't, I can't hate you that much. Like, but if the Dodgers have won, then we will celebrate. Before we talk about more new stuff, I want to talk about the Young Thug album, which is news. But I there was a couple 
you know, when I, when we had our little meeting about um, what to talk podcast, about, what, what to talk about, Young Thug came up and my idea was for us to do a, is this a Young Thug lyric or is this, you know, another poet, like a Shakespeare or whatever. But when Edgar Allan Poe. But when listening to the songs, there was something much more concerning. (laughs) And I think that is Young Thug's lack. uh, I don't know. I don't want to be too rough because I like Young Thug. He is so. Okay, here's here's let me let let me go line by line. Okay, so actually, before I get into the criticisms, we'll make a little compliment sandwich here. Um, (laughs) The first one is "Love You More," the 18th track off of uh, Young Thug's new album titled "Punk," has Nate Ruess in it. Now, Jacob, does that name sound familiar to you? Nate West. Ruess, R-U-E-S-S, and Gunna. Ruess? No, that name doesn't He's the lead singer of this band called Fun. It's an, uh, oh, really? Oh. Why is he on a song with Young Thug? Oh, bro? Young Thug. Oh, I, I just imagined Young Thug in, like, what, was that his culminating, like, middle we school song? We are young. <laughs> Why was he, was like, you know what? In this next video, I want mad, <laughs> I want mad bitches. But I want that motherfucker that sings from fun. From fun. He, he's different. I don't know what that Wait, was that about. Is kinda, did you listen to it or no? I listened to the whole album. Listen to the whole thing. I'd say it's different. It's different than a lot of Young Thug. I'm not a huge Young Thug fan. I think is some he the of this. they make the. What's it like? No, that's NBA Youngboy. Oh, NBA Youngboy. No, Young Thug is the guy. I told you this a couple of months ago or maybe a few years ago, but. Young Thug is the is a rapper. Fun fact that uh, I want to say it's someone from a it's definitely a professor from a university, but said that Young Thug actually has the um, most I want to say pleasant to listen to voice in all of rap because it just sounds like he's talking. Now, if you don't know, oh, what like a linguistics y- professor, yeah, like a linguistics professor was like. Yo, this guy is actually like scientifically scientifically has the most pleasant t- which I science say what you will, I don't know. You're wrong. That shows like I like the baby. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <I> go. <laughs> no. So here's here's some things that I wanted to mention about this album. I have some bars here. Now, decipher these and let's really get a we're we're going to be rap genius for a day and we're going to Give our own opinions as to what we think these lyrics mean. These you ready? Mean? I love this. Great. Okay. Chicken bok bok like a Mexican. <laughs> what is wait, that? This sounds, I'm like, wait, is he making fun of Mexican people? Chicken bok bok like a Mexican. Okay. Before I get offended for my tribe, I'm going to try to think of Come on, pull out your Neil deGrasse Tyson. What is he saying here? Chicken bok bok like a Mexican. Um, what? You have no fucking clue because it makes no sense. Yeah, I was. What does that mean? The only thing I can think of is that he's calling Mexicans chickens. That is literally the only thing that can possibly make sense. Yeah, and if you if you're saying that, then shit, we'll drop the address right now, young thug. Pull up. Pull up to the crib, all right? Yeah, bro, we got three Mexicans living in this house right now. Bro. You yeah, wrong with that? It's Yo, a three amigos up. in this bitch. Bro, pull up, bro. 
yeah, that's so weird. Chicken bok bok like a Mexican. <laughs> also, like, what did we ever do to you, bro? Well, I also feel like, are chickens a... Is that like, oh, chickens, <laughs> I associate that with Mexican people. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you're lucky, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe okay. Young Thug really fucks with El Pollo Loco. And he just... But here's one that's much more concerning. And oh Young boy. Thug, I just have to say, shame on you. <laughs> we are it? in a global... <laughs> Panera Bread. We are in a global pandemonium. <laughs> and he said, I fucked that bitch with a virus. <laughs> Young Thugger. <laughs> I cannot believe we are in a pandemic. You are to be fucking no hoes if you have the Rona. Especially am... with the virus. Why are you not vaccinated, young thug? <laughs> Come on. Do Wait. Johnson & Johnson. Just get that shit over with. Wait, that's hilarious. Fuck that bitch with a virus. Yeah, okay. So there's that so do one. You think, do you think he's saying that he is using the virus to have intercourse with a woman or he is having intercourse yeah, exactly. while is, having is, while being a carrier of covid in this scenario is the virus potentially a nickname for his favorite sex toy or oh actually is, this could be a flex this could be a flex picture this covid right it's everywhere mm -hmm. it's huge mm -hmm. this could be a metaphor for his penis size <laughs> no, I, his dick is so big it's ubiquitous just okay. like covid i think okay let's I move on to the next dude one. Again, bro i got nines on my ap essays i I know how to decipher shit i, I, I see yeah, right through you young thug. i know yeah i know i can do this reading analysis this i know what juxtaposition me. means okay <laughs> here's one and this is by far the most worrisome lyric of them all because first he was making fun of mexicans now he was, he was making light of the COVID and pandemonium. Yeah, he was making light of COVID. But now I realize that Young Thug, at his deepest core, is a monster, is colorblind. And here's why. <laughs> he says, I that's the sin of all sins. You can't see fucking color. And, and this is why I say that. He says, all these fucking yellow diamonds, Tropicana. Oranges <laughs> are <laughs> orange! <laughs> He could have just as easily said all these fucking orange diamonds, Tropicana. Orange is true. Two syllables, too. Why did he say yellow? Or does the next line? Or the Tropicana is Orangeana lemonade. <laughs> God <laughs> damn you. Orangina. I like orangina. Orangina. Come on. Alka, Seltzer, and what? Yeah. <laughs> What is up with that? Look, Wait, say what you will about my people. Say, look, I say what you I will about COVID. But don't you dare fuck up the color of my favorite overpriced orange juice. Yeah, come on. I thought this was the same guy that said driving a yellow Lamborghini Pikachu or whatever. Come on. You know what the color yellow is, Young Thug. Stop playing with <laughs> us. Stop playing I with us. I don't know. Maybe where Young Thug is from with all the Mexican chickens that. Or is Jesus yellow? I don't know. I will say though, there were two songs that were highlighted, uh, and this is the this is compliment the sandwich. The top this is of the compliment the... sandwich. <laughs> this is the I yo yo. I like this song. Him. What the fuck are you want? Okay, and then this other song. <laughs> two songs. Uh, Dropping jewels was a good like 
it was a really good sentimental song like oh, uh, really? pretty pretty deep and i thought that was cool and the second one is the last song called the day before featuring mac miller Max Miller brings it again. Aww. Sad stuff. Still not a fan of uh, people releasing music uh, after they die. But... I totally thought you were going to say still not a fan of Mac Miller. And I was like, uh-huh. stop. stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I love Mac Miller. No, I, I agree with you on that. Um, but it was the coolest thing. Uh, probably the best Thug time and Mac Miller friends? I'm not you know sure. That? You know, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure they were. Right. For him to release. I mean, right. You'd be surprised. I wouldn't. Yeah, so, fuck Drake. That, I know that you were friends with Michael Jackson. Drake was on the album too, as a matter of fact. And like then the Drake. last, to, to close out that, oh, also, let me just say, and this discretion should have gone at the beginning, but uh, I'm going to be cursing a lot because I'm talking about rap. So uh, if you don't like it, skip ahead. And if you do like it, then fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, it's okay. Um, say what I will about you know, Young Thug destroying a Rolls Royce for this album. But honestly, it'd be kind of... What other situation are you going to be destroying a Rolls Royce? Why? Why destroy a Rolls Royce in the first place? Well, it's not... It's, it's, not, it's not my Rolls Royce. You can be... Because this album's called Punk, right? So they spray painted Punk on it and destroyed it. You can be a punk in so many other ways. Why... Are you destroying a million-dollar car? Doja Cat surpasses Drake in monthly listens. No surprise. She is literally... I just... Uh, uh, I love Wait, her what so about, much. Wait, what about Doja Cat? Doja Cat surpassed Drake in uh, monthly listeners? Monthly listens. Of, like, all time or just this month? Probably this... I don't know. I don't know. Ever since... I forget if it was you who told me about her Nazi thing or if it was Peyton. But ever since I heard that, she just seems so weird to me. I don't like, care. I, I li- I'm I like down some, with it. Let's no, infiltrate like, from the inside. I like a lot of her songs. I think her songs are really catchy. But that just, I don't know. That's just a little too weird of a thing to be into for me and, and not judge. Like that, That's so weird. I guess to clarify... She would go on online chat rooms with Nazis. White like, supremacists. White I don't know, supremacists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if this is worth telling, but she would go on online chat rooms with white supremacists and seduce them. That's kind of savage. That's a, like promising young woman, though. I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Closing remarks. Kyrie is not able to play in the NBA anymore. Thank God. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, because he won't get his vaccine. Um, what, what, ha- what happened to preferred healthcare? What happened? I out the window. I can understand the thought process of okay, he. I don't think he's an independent contractor. He's working for the NBA, and he has to be sweating on and be in very close contact with a lot of people. You can't do it where you're playing a mask. I mean, playing with the mask on. Like, it's not going to do anything. So, I guess I can see why they would do that. If it is Kyrie's choice to not want to get the vaccine, it's called preferred healthcare. If his preferred healthcare is to not get the vaccine, some people elect to not do chemotherapy 
Are you going to mandate them to do chemotherapy? Yeah. I know, but, I know this is a different scenario. The and NBA he's, is paying him. The NBA is saying, hey, we pay you X amount of dollars to abide by these rules. Yeah, the rules have changed because nobody could have anticipated this. But we're saying this is the rule that everyone has to follow. And if you don't want to follow it, then these are the, the, the here's how you're going to get reprimanded. Okay, I don't think it's what, like a... Where I think it's kind of messed up is the vaccine first not to have the vaccine why does his employer get to dictate what he does for his health care because they're handling multi hundred million dollar contracts that they need because the other players because if he gets covid and but okay so okay but tell me this if you get the vaccine are you less likely to get covid are you not no, oh, I thought it was the whole thing was like you could still get COVID. You could still no, no, get no. Okay, it's just so look, that. So, so you can still you can still get COVID if you are vaccinated, hundred percent. You're the just vaccine, less likely to get the effects. You're less likely to get the vaccine because you're. You mean to get COVID? You're saying? Oh, sorry. Yes, you're. Yeah, you're definitely less likely to get COVID. Hundred percent. That's like you get the flu shot, and you're less likely to get the flu, right? Is that not how it works? I I don't know. I don't. I, to be quite honest, I don't I, have the flu shot. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I never got the flu shot either. Right? Like chickenpox, right? Yeah, you get your chickenpox shot, and you don't get chickenpox again. Like I think these are just things that, like, does Kyrie have his flu shot? I don't. I don't know. Well, I guess the flu shot isn't something that you have to have if you're. But look, I, I think that the, the question is not like, the question is not, is he right or wrong for this? I think the question is like, the, kind of similar to what you're asking, is that something that the NBA should be allowed to do? To, to dictate, uh, yeah. To dictate, like, but the, the reality is, is that you can't get around that. Like, you can't get around what? You, like, you, like you said, you can't wear a mask when you're playing basketball. Like, oh, yeah, like so it's not something, get vaccinated there's not like, not yeah, there's not like a, well, if I'm not vaccinated, then just stay home and do your work from your home. It's like, if you're not vaccinated, well, shit, what do we do now? Like, these are just the rules that we have placed for everyone. And also, like, doesn't he have other people around him that, like, I guess my thing is, like, there's people who don't want to get the vaccine because they... Let, let's say they just don't agree with it. They don't agree with the government trying to bog them down and say, I'm not telling what to control do. Control. Oh, yeah, this, this, yeah. and that. There's people who don't want to do the vaccine because they don't know what's in it or they feel like the things in it haven't been tested long enough to test for like the short-term effects, long-term effects, right? And what is the statistic? How long does it take for, for you to... How long does it take for doctors and medical people to see what the long and short-term effects are going to be oh i don't know is it i think it's like i think it's like two or three years right two to four years oh like to see the okay i i would buy two to four years um but the but like but what is the downside to getting it is like that's what i would love to ask Kyrie. like okay i get you're uncomfortable but is there something that oh like what is the actual reason yeah like he's just yeah. saying, I don't want like what? Okay, we have the quote here. He said, and I quote, and I can say that. Um, he said, "It's not about being anti-vax. It's about what feels good to me." I would just love to ask, like, why doesn't that feel good to you? Like, what I like, I can understand the standpoint of, like, what Nikki was saying. Nikki Minaj, even though she's ridiculous for saying it, is like. I haven't done my research yet. Once I once I 
once like that's not what Nicki Minaj sounds like uh but <laughs> like I haven't done my research yet maybe once the research is better but like it's there the FDA has approved it like who needs to say hey guys this is all safe we can all take this now in order to be comfortable like who who is it that's going to convince Kyrie to be like yo man I don't know I guess and my question is is Kyrie an important enough player for the NBA to be like fucking whatever you don't need to I don't think it's going to make a which a is going to make a ton of people pissed because they're going to say, I got this freaking vaccine because you said that I had to. Now you're bending the rules because this guy, this big, he's all bigger. Ash cow is, is going to like, is saying, no. I, don't, I don't think they're going to bend the rules for him. If they did, be, they would get way too much of a lashback from the left or from just, I mean, just from, from a ton the of left. People. <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, well, the goddamn snowflakes. All them liberals out there just going to get all mad. No, I mean, plus like the NBA is a, in the media. Actually, I don't know where I'm going with that. But no, I just, I don't know. Why? I just, I don't know. Why don't you do it? What is it? I don't even want to. Now it's kind of just like, at first, at first when it I brought up like the story, it's like, okay, maybe like, yeah, why, why are they forcing him? And then the more I like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, they're giving just him get it. of millions of dollars. It's, it's approved by doctors. It's, what they're saying it's suggested to do like it just goes along the same people that are like oh, i don't want to be a sheep they're tracking us they're this this fish they want to track you they would they already have everything in your, your phone. phone yeah they know where you are every they know exactly what you do they're peeping toms they're watching you while you sleep like dude get over it like that's what i think i think the only i don't know it's whatever Whatever, don't travel, Kyrie. Stay in the country. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Honestly, Nets are mid, so it doesn't really matter. Get to the championship, and then we'll talk. Sheesh. I don't. But and I think on that note, there's one more thing that I wanted to bring up, and that's the most important thing of it all, and that's hot girl shit. Megan the Stallion has oh, her dear God. special meal. <laughs> Popeyes. Okay. A, I would love to have a special meal. I, I, I was trying to think of when I read the story what my like Oh, special meal would be? Special meal would be. But I think what would be more fun and impromptu that I just thought of right now is what celebrity do we think would have the funniest or like Steve Buscemi having the, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And we could take a break here right now and think about it for a second. But I'm trying to think of Megan. But, like, what is the, I think, I think Charlie Day would have a pretty good meal collab. Where? You gotta say where. At Taco Bell. Charlie Day at Taco Bell? Why? I don't know. He just seems like one of those dudes that goes to taco bell at 2 a.m his voice has a really exactly weird... what diarrhea sounds like is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah I, he just seems like he would have a very interesting 2 a.m taco bell order <laughs> <laughs> well like was like milk steak you know milk steak is that from sunny Sorry, sunny i haven't seen it oh damn i had great things about it you're like setting up a dating profile room and they're like favorite food milk steak <laughs> they're like favorite hobby he's like ghouls 
<laughs> He's like, ghouls, you know, like those little green ghouls. They're like, no, no, we're putting football. <laughs> no, my favorite Charlie Day role is him as the spaceship man in Lego movie. <laughs> I love how they were like, we need someone for this role. He only really has like one line. Yeah. And they're like, Charlie Day is the only man for the job. I liked him a lot in Pacific Rim, actually. He's funny in it. He, oh, he played like the science scientist, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Anyways. That's what I'm dressing up as for Halloween. Yeah, I think all of us are going to dress up as Zoe Kravitz. Like, we're all going to have a party at our house. Um, with all the cast, and it's mandated that everyone come. Everyone except Sholo comes dressed as Zoe Kravitz. Um, and we're doing this as an early birthday present for him so he can, you know, just live out his fantasy and respect her so much. I just want to respect her so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds so weird. God, you're barely legal. You're barely legal. Hey, what are you saying, bro? I'm, I'm however old she is. But <laughs> Halloween is a pro. She's single now, right? I guess she's dating Channing Tatum. Oh, what man. You fucking do. You can dance better than him, bro. All freaking dress I've seen you in Dominatrix. Dog outfit. This is the end style. I'll do whatever you want, baby. Come on. What do I got to do, princess? Please. What am I going to Anyways. I hope Zoe Kravitz at one point just listens to this. Watch. Exactly. Once once Blue Beetle finally comes out and knows <laughs> who I am, an article is going to be like, this is what Sholo had to say about, like, if if we ever get to do a movie together and we're doing press, I, be pray so for the day, I pray for the day that the person who's doing the interview is like, hey, Sholo, when you were I have 18 a, a years old. <laughs> yeah, when you were 20 years old, actually uh, a year and a half ago, uh, <laughs> you said this, you said, and I quote, I want to respect about Zoe Kravitz so hard. And my feelings will never change till the end of time. What, how do you feel about that? <laughs> have your feelings changed? Is it the end of time? And I'm going to have to sit there and lie to Zoe Kravitz and say, I'm the only guy for this job, Zoe. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who you're dating right now. Channing Tatum, though. Uh, whatever. Come on, bro. That guy's a unit. Be real. Did you... <laughs> what is that the dance movie of course i'm talking about the dance movie bro he's all sweaty yeah he's wearing a wife pleaser and he's a janitor at that school that he just doesn't belong in and he's not rich enough Channing tatum was also in the lego movie with jonah hill they played uh didn't they play uh green lane really and superman like channing tatum is superman and, and jonah hill is always like Hey, Superman. And he's like, Green Lantern, please get the fuck out of here. Like, wait, really? Yeah, I think. I don't remember that. That's hilarious. I, I'm sure they're like actually close friends in real life. Oh, I'm sure they are. Hey, okay, here's the real closing remarks. I have a message for Zoe Kravitz. Oh, my God. And this is the one that I want to be played in the interview. Not the last one. because Oh, she had some time to think about yeah, what yeah, you let, are replaying. Let me get my words straight. Okay, Zoe. dear reporter looking at this four years from now, this is for you. Clip this. Go. Dear Zoe Kravitz, I know you don't know who I am right now, but I can tell you, I'm a respectable young man. I cook some really good scrambled eggs, and I bet you I'll teach you how to play magic and you'll love it. Also, you cook good chicken liver. Also, I cook good, I cook good chicken liver. <laughs> and you can do the dishes for him. And also, I'll... You will never have to drive. I'll drive you everywhere. <laughs> I will rub your feet when you... Not in a weird way. But... This... 
I met into that. This just sounds like a like sixth grade relationship. I will give you a pickleback ride. If your feet get tired, I, I will take your shoes up for you. All of the fountains. <laughs> no, I mean, I have nothing else to say about Zoe Kravitz. If you know me, there's two things that you know, and that's A, I love Zoe Kravitz, and B, I love my mom. <laughs> I hope you guys have a wonderful Halloween. Send us. Tag us your Halloween, your, uh, costumes. Halloween costumes. I want. Yeah, maybe we'll see you out there on the streets. Maybe you know. What? Just kidding. We're sitting in our homes, vaccinated with masks on, and I'm wearing a face shield. And Shul is standing twelve feet apart from me because we're doubling safety. Because that's what we do here at and the I'm Bertrand Condom. And he's wearing a condom because you never know. You could act have sex with each other. We sleep in the <laughs> same bed. <laughs> we have a pillow. <laughs> fort separating us but who knows we have big boners and they can penetrate the pillow fort good night everyone i hope you have a nice day the lone lobos podcast is brought to you by lone lobos studios my cultura podcast network and iHeartMedia. the podcast is produced by jaime roque and noah fam with coordination from monica tamayo And also, if you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. Thanks, guys.